Welcome to Started on the Stoop with your host, Levin, Jay, Rashad, and Nate. Welcome to Started on the Stoop with your host, Nate, Jay, Levin. <laughs> Tell about the Terrence Crawford versus Kel Brooks. I'm going to start with you, Jay. It was, it was a good fight. It was nice to see both of those guys in their mid-30s. Um... Terrence Crawford had a had a reach advantage. He had a major reach advantage in that fight. He was um, the taller fighter, and he can fight both southpaw and and orthodox. So it it was a good fight. Uh, Terrence Crawford came out uh, at the beginning of the fight, fighting uh, southpaw, trying to throw off Kell Brooks, which was you know which you saw Kell Brooks trying to trying to figure him out. So the first. First 40 seconds, about 30, 40 seconds, there was really no action. Both fighters really filling each other out. Then you could see they were trying to get their range, and it looked like Kell Brook was going to get the advantage of them in that fight um, so far. So I believe it was the – what was it, the second round? Yeah, I believe it was the second round. Uh, Terrence decided to come out, and he switched back to uh, Orthodox. And that's when he really started taking advantage because it didn't look like Kell Brook had a plan B. Everybody always has a plan A, but it didn't look like he had a plan B for the fight. Uh, during that, that was, you know, they had some nice, nice good combos, but Crawford started getting ahead of him. And it was a short fight. The fight only lasted about four rounds. Um, with, um, looked like Crawford was taking most of the, was getting most of the wins, landing most of the punches. Then um, he hit him with a good, looked like a right, over, it looked like a, a straight right overhand combo, if that makes any sense. You had to see the punch. And it pretty much stunned Kell Brook. And after that, that was, that was pretty much it. You know, he dazed him. It didn't look like he could really come back. He didn't really look like he'd come back from that after he stumbled. It was a standing eight count. And Crawford did what he what he always does. He went in and he finished the fight. So, yeah, and Cal Brook, I'm sorry. And Cal Brook had won the first two rounds, really. But then Karen's uh, was coming back, and he had another plan, and he switched it up on him. But it was, it was an overall good fight. About to see two good fighters. So it's, right. it's good to see who um, Terrence will fight next. Looks like he said he wants to call out uh, Pacquiao. I don't know why. Uh, that, that's a big endorsement. Pacquiao? Yeah, Pacquiao, yeah. big endorsement, and Pacquiao is a is a um is one of the greats. So I feel like you go at the Pacquiao right right now, it's all right. So fighting that one, yeah, fighting the it'd be nice to see they fighting that uh what he fought at. He was about one forty six, so they fought in that weight class over there. So it was it was pretty decent. It's pretty decent. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully his next fight um it is against Pacquiao. Um, for the endorsement part, um, but other than that, we're gonna move on to the next one. We're gonna go to the next one. Um, we're gonna go to expect the unexpected. I'm gonna start with you, Levin. Expected the unexpected. Coats over the Titans, 34-17. That's not expected. I thought the Titans was gonna win that game. Uh, Titans it, are a better team than the Colts, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm about to say, I got them winning the Super Bowl. 
This year, Stop. but you got who winning the Super Bowl? I mean, coming out not to winning the Super Bowl, coming out of the AFC. I got the Titans coming. Yeah. You got the Titans over the Steelers coming out the AFC? Yeah, I'm, I'm listen, I picked up from the beginning of the season. You got the Titans over the Chiefs. So I'm sticking yeah. I'm sticking with my team. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even I, I wasn't even thinking about the Steelers yet. I forgot Listen, then nobody had the Steelers going nine and zero from the beginning of this season. I wouldn't say nine and zero, but you knew they were going to be making noise. They ain't nobody. Ain't nobody. I, I'm not the, too surprised. I mean, if you think about it, I'm, I mean, everybody knows they're not going to go undefeated. But at the same time, them being nine and zero, I don't feel that that's like that was like okay. Well, we, we don't see the Steelers going on. They got Big Ben. And we got the number one defense, man. We held right. him. They got the number one defense Henry right now. Which they under always had yard game, man. Yeah, Henry like, didn't have Henry didn't have a hundred yard game against us. That's their offense right there. You take him out the game. That's it. Listen, I'm still. They defense can't stick with nobody. They defense definitely can't stick with us toe to toe, man. It's not happening. Listen, I'm still sticking with the team. I ain't okay. jumping off the bandwagon like, oh man, the Titans. Lo- no, nah, I'm still sticking with them. All right, we'll stick with your pick. Right. We're gonna stick sticking with, with who? I'm still, I'm still sticking with the Titans out of the, coming out of the AFC this year. Okay. Because y- y'all so, damn sure can't say the Cowboys. So I'm sticking with – y'all going to have to pick another nobody, team. Nobody – why are you I trying to take see, that? I, I, see, I, I really haven't been trying to – see, I've been I've been being a good guy lately. I've been, <laughs> I've been getting close to the dog. I, I haven't been fussing with nobody on the podcast. <laughs> and you and you bringing up the Cowboys. I ain't say nothing about the Rams, but that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I picked the Rams to come out the, the uh, that's, NFC. That's all right. Okay, that's cool. I got you. All right, we gonna go to the next one. Now, hold on. What about the Steelers? I thought we was talking about the Steelers. No, that I you don't feel. Go ahead. go ahead. I thought you feel like the Steelers weren't weren't legit. No, nobody had them going nine and zero right now. Nobody in the NFL had them right there. I don't think anybody had, had anybody going undefeated. They had the, they had the Ravens taking that division again. Most NFL teams, most NFL experts. They didn't think yeah. Nothing. yeah, until everybody figured out their playbook, which is not hard to do. No, because as you can see, they got to switch some stuff up. They're not switching. They don't. Well, what did they do last year in the playoffs? The Ravens. Hey, listen, they we can, we can hold the up. Ravens conversation when we get to the Ravens. Might as well talk to them about them now since we already. But anyway, go ahead. We'll go to the next one Bucks and Panthers. Oh, that was expected. I don't know where you would feel like that it would be anything different. When you look at the play of the quarterbacks, who you're not going to you don't ever go against the GOAT. I don't know why. Yeah, he'll have bad weeks. It just shows that he's human, but he's the GOAT. When you say GOAT, you talking about Aaron Rodgers? No. No, you're talking about Tom Brady. We're talking about the GOAT. We're not talking about. Number two, we talking about number one, the GOAT, number one. We talking about Super Bowl rings and, you know, stuff like that. The GOAT. Yeah, when you say the GOAT. Nothing against, nothing against Aaron Rodgers. When I think GOAT, oh, you he, think Aaron Rodgers. Is Tom Brady's nickname the bad man? No. All I'm saying <laughs> is, all I'm saying is, if you take a vote of who they're going to pick, I'm not taking Aaron Rodgers any day. You not take over Tom Brady? Yes, I am. Hey, listen, that's another conversation. It I'm is. Just going... We can we can we can dive into that later in the show. Do that right now. We go to the next one. Browns versus the Texans. Browns won ten to seven. T 
Um, that was unexpected for me. I kind of wanted the Browns to actually lose so we could – the Steelers can I'm, definitely take control of the division. I mean, we still have control of it, obviously, but I needed them to lose. Um, The Texans, man, I think they kind of sold their bag and sold any chance of, you know, competing in the division or in the NFL for that matter when they traded DeAndre Hopkins for uh David Johnson, I think that's his name. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, that that to me that to me that was a terrible, awful trade. Um, so I mean that they pretty much sold their season right there. Um, they really don't have any weapons downfield for Watson to throw to, and the defense is definitely not helping the case at all. Two and seven right now for them, so they got to do better, man. They need to rebuild ASAP. All right, we go to the next one: Lions versus Washington Football Team. Lions thirty to twenty-seven. Eleven. Expect it. The Washington football team is who we thought they were. They don't even have a, a team name. So, <laughs> I'm picking them to lose every game. Um, I like what I saw to Alex Smith, though. He was definitely making some some, some throws out there. I think he threw for almost 400 yards. Um, most of his passes were, you know, screens or little flat routes, little small routes like that, but – Almost 400 yards is almost 400 yards. I wouldn't care if you threw the ball behind the line of scrimmage and the wide receivers ran 60 yards. That's that's a lot. So, um, but yeah, tell them to uh, trade Alex Smith because I want to see Alex Smith do great. Just not in. I just don't. I I don't like the Washington feel. Let them get a nickname and then let Alex Smith play. Yeah, nice to see him come back from an injury. Yeah, you know, definitely. He's the, he's he's definitely a comeback player of the year. Yeah, comeback player. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to see a guy come back from energy. I mean, from an injury and still be yeah, really productive. That, that you never want to see anybody. I don't care if it's your rivals. You don't ever want to see nobody take a real bad injury. Right. You right. know, and their career over. You know, you want to see them ended on their terms. But yeah, it was nice. Facts. All right, we we'll go to the next one. Jay Packers over the um, Jaguars, twenty-four to twenty. Expected, unexpected. Yo, you gonna take one of these games? Hold on. <laughs> You are you gonna take one of these games, Packers over the Jaguars? Yeah, that's just expected. You got the number two quarterback behind Tom yeah. Brady. You gonna take that all day? I'll take that all day too. All right, we gonna go to the next one. Giants over the Eagles, twenty-seven to Oh man, it's it's sad to say that the Eagles are still in first place with a three and five and one record. That that just blows my mind. Um, I didn't expect for the Eagles to lose to the Giants. I think I took the Eagles when you did uh predictions for for this week. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's time for Carson Wentz to go take a seat, man. I would let Jalen Hurts play. I'm not sure what the coaching staff is doing. Um. They're passing the ball more than they're running the ball, and they actually have good running backs. You got Miles Sanders, and I'm not sure the other guy's name. So you actually have, you know, some some run running backs that are good. So I would utilize those a little bit more um, and do less passing, and that may open up more play action passes for Carson Wentz. But right now he's struggling, man. You know, you got I would set him on the bench. The defense is definitely not helping, and you you know you lost to a three and seven Giants team. You know, that that's unacceptable, man. So, they got to figure it out up there in Philly. All right. We'll go to the next one. 
right, Levin. Steelers over the Panthers. I mean, Steelers over the Bengals. 36-10. Was this expected or unexpected? That's more than expected. Um, best defense in the league versus a rookie quarterback. I take the defense any day. Um, Steelers are just doing what they need to do to uh, stay undefeated, I believe. They're very um, – I feel like they're very uh, scary at this moment. What are they, 9-0 now? Yep. Got seven games left. Probably got a couple more division games. Um, I wouldn't. I don't think they're going undefeated. But if they went 15-1, and one, I wouldn't be surprised. All right. T, you got any input since this is your favorite team in the world? <laughs> I call 14-2, man. Um, I think that Bills game is going to be a great game. I'm not going to uh, say we're going to lose that game. But the defense has to come in, and they have to mean business off the rip from the first snap. You cannot allow Josh Allen to go off and score 30 points. You can't get into a shootout with Josh Allen because I think people are underestimating him, and that's a very, very good team on both sides of the football. Um, so that really right there, that game is the, the only game I'm worried about. So I say 14-2. and two. I think we sweep the Browns, we sweep the Ravens, and we sweep the Bengals again. <laughs> Clean out. You see how she just went at it? We sweeping everybody. <laughs> Clean house, man. All right. We're going to go to the next one. Jay, Cardinals over the Bills, 32 to 30. Expected, unexpected. Nobody – I don't think that neither. Nobody expected anything in that game. Well, not like that. Not saying you didn't expect one team to win, but to have an outcome like that where the game was just – it went down to the final play, to the final Hail Mary on, a mad, on some Madden thing on some Madden trip and D, uh, Hopkins catches it. It was just, it was, a, it was a good game. I mean, um, Josh Allen did his thing. Um, Josh Allen did his thing. Uh, it's nice seeing these young quarterbacks, Kyle Murray doing his thing. It was nice seeing these, these quarterbacks, um, you know, starting to really come in and starting to fill in. Um, it was a good game overall, but um, I'm going to say neither. I'm just – it just went down to the last wire. It was a good game all around. Well, I was expecting the Bills to win. I wanted the Bills to win. I needed the Bills to win because I need any team that's playing against any team in the NFC other than the Rams to lose. <laughs> so, I was going against – I was definitely yes. going against the Bills. Let me go on with the you, Bills on this one. But you guys still got to play the Cardinals again. We haven't played the Cardinals one time this year. Oh, you haven't? Oh, well, you still uh, got to play them twice. So yeah. if you beat them, tw if you beat them, you're in. Yeah, that's it. Just, make, you just got to beat them. To make sure they still lost. But that definitely—it's crazy because I seen the highlight come across the TV, and I was like, "Man, Bills won that game." I started sending the text messages out and everything. Then next thing you know, the catch—I'm calling it the catch. Catch around the world. And I was like, dang, they lost. Yeah, that was one hell of a catch, man. So, hell of a throw. That was a beautiful throw, but an even better catch. So, but yeah, but we, we're going to move on mm -hmm. to the next one. And the next one is the Raiders versus the Broncos. Raiders won 37-12. Expect the unexpected, T. And the Raiders pretty much just ran over the mistake-prone Broncos, man. Broncos made too many mistakes. 
um, quarterback. He got to he got to calm down a little bit and get the job done, man. I think he's too hyped too early in the game, and he, he doesn't have any composure. Josh Jacobs ran for 112 yards and two touchdowns. The Raiders are actually playing excellent defense, man. Like yeah. they played their defense was scary against the Chiefs, but they're really playing good defense. So that's a team that you know people got to keep their eye on defensively, man. You got to go into the game with a game plan and make sure that it's solid because their defense is, is being slept on. Those guys are everywhere making catches, making stopping receivers, jamming receivers. Like, those guys are playing incredible football on the defensive side of the ball, and Derek Carr is not doing too bad. Yeah, Derek Carr definitely – they definitely doing that thing. But defense – defense <laughs> had four picks last week too. So, yeah, they definitely doing good. And I, and it's crazy because I had Phillip Lindsay as my running back. On for a fantasy, and oh, I was yeah. I was pissed. I'm like, he ain't get nothing. So I don't know. I think it's time for me to sit him. But we go we gonna go to the next one. Eleven, Rams over Seahawks. Rams twenty three, Seahawks sixteen. Expect the unexpected. Uh, uh, I I knew it was gonna be close. I w- I would probably would have told you. That it was unexpected because I thought um I thought Russell Wilson was going um I thought Russell Wilson was going to show up. Seahawks been playing different these last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's it's not it's it's basically Russell trying to Russell is literally carrying the offense on his back. When yeah. like when you watch the game, Russell led the team in rushing, so it was like. Some of the now some of the mistakes Russell was doing were on him. Like the one interception he threw in the back of the end zone, that was on him. Um when he he could have ran. He could have ran it. But I think he's you said something, Jay? Mm-mm. Oh, I think I think he's taking too many chances with it. Um, but I, I I don't blame it all on Russell, but it definitely it definitely um Hurt so when Metcalf was pretty much held out of the game, uh, Ramsey actually like pretty much shut him down after for most of the game. I don't think he received his first catch until like the third quarter, like the, towards the end of the third quarter. So they did the Rams um, came with a, a good defensive plan to um, to win. So, but we're gonna go to the next one. Saints over the 49ers. Saints 27, 49ers 13. Expect unexpected. That Jay. was on that was that was expected. I mean, you expect the Saints to beat the 49ers, especially 49ers not having good quarterback play right now, but um the backup quarterback stepped in there and, and did a pretty decent job through two picks, but you know, I feel like if I always say if you control the turnover battle, you pretty much that's pretty much ball game right there. You could pretty much control everything else if you have the control. I mean, if you have control over the turnovers, um, Drew Brees went down, so that really gave them a chance. But when you had Jameis Winston come in there, uh, uh, but um, yeah, it was pretty much expected, you know. Now it's just it's good to see what now it's gonna be nice to see what these teams do from here on out. Especially the Saints. But I pretty much expected the Saints to win that. All right, now this is a question for all y'all. What's your expectations for Jameis Winston 
um, former Heisman winner, uh, first round pick for the Bucks um, a couple years back. What's your expectation for him now that he's with the Saints? How many wins? How, how many games left? <laughs> for the Six? season? Yeah, for the season. He not, I don't think he's going to finish the season with him. Hey, I don't think he'll finish the season. I think he'll play the next couple games. I expect five touchdowns and seven interceptions out of him. Dang. <laughs> so you telling yeah, he me he ain't getting no better? <laughs> hey, I, don't, I mean, I, I thought he was going to say much more. I, I, I'm saying I'm thinking like eight picks. To, I'm thinking like nine picks, ten picks with three touchdowns, to be honest. No, I think he got better because he's got a better head. He's got a better – he learned a little bit more. Uh, I mean, it's, he it's, has time it's, to watch. I, I, but I feel like even when you're sitting there trying to – I mean, Chase Daniel watched Drew Brees his whole career, and he was in the Saints. And he not even starting anywhere. So I just what feel like James. I just feel like James Winston couldn't. He couldn't manage a lemonade stand, let alone uh, game manage a football, uh, a professional <laughs> football game in the NFL. Well, they got the Falcons next week, so uh, that's why. That's why. I, that's why I said that because they got the you, Falcons next week. I give you three picks. <laughs> I give you three picks and a touchdown. Yo, yeah, I got, yo, <laughs> yo, hey, this is straight. I don't know. I, I feel like he's gonna do better than that. He has a way better situation than what he had when he was with the Bucks. He had the same people that Tom Brady has now, besides A B, was the same people and Gronk. Well I mean, but Gronk doesn't even Gronk gets what, two catches a game? Yeah, but yeah, I just, yeah, just because people will say because people will say, Oh, well, you forgot to add Gronk. That's all I'm saying. No, I'm just, no. Yeah. Gronk, Gronk he ain't not doing nothing. Gronk isn't doing anything in Tampa. No. Yeah. I think Jared Cook is having a better season than Gronk right now. True, but people will say, oh, you forgot to add Gronk in there, too. Oh, all right. They don't want to say that Gronk is is whatever. I think the only but thing yeah, that might right. change for Jameis Winston is probably his offensive line. I think yep. he might have a better offensive line with the Saints than he did the Buccaneers. Um, but he definitely can't go out there throwing 30 picks and 30 touchdowns. That's not going to work. <laughs> He's going to find himself on a bench ASAP, and they're going to throw Tyson Hill in there. And then eventually, you know – Taysom Hill, they're going to throw him in there. And if that doesn't work, you know, they'll probably try to find a, a quarterback out there somewhere that they can pick up until, you know, Drew Brees can return. But the Saints should be concerned, man. Because, I mean, Drew Brees That's is 41. Fine. Drew yep. Brees is 41. Um, He got a, a very bad rib injury, collapsed lung, and multiple fractures in his ribs. That's not good for a 41-year-old. So, I mean, and their time to do it and win is now. I, I think, you know, I'll give Drew Brees maybe one more season. And he's probably going, you know, hang it up, man. So all that right. was unfor that was unfortunate for him. Let's see, let's see, let's see. So, all got, right. so are we got, are we putting? Go ahead. They got the next couple games. They got the Falcons. I'm sorry, behind Falcons. They got the Broncos. The Falcons again. So if he's out as long, then they got a bye, I believe. I believe they can still make it. If they can go 500, they'll be two games over. I'm about to I mean, say, they, no. they, their next three games are uh, well they're, – they're winnable games. But to, to say that he go do three touchdowns, nine uh, – I mean, three touchdowns, ten interceptions, I don't, I don't think so because um, he has a, a well-balanced offense with this team. It's not, not only the it's offensive not, it's not the emotion. It's not the emotion of facts. It's a prediction. You ask me for my prediction, I gave you my prediction. Listen, that's I, like I need a more that's accurate That's like you prediction. asking me. That's accurate. That's like you asking me, is Beyonce a better singer than Mariah Curry? And I'm going to tell you how no. 
<laughs> it's a prediction. All right, listen. My prediction is, as far as wins, I think they're going to win all three games. Yeah, they ain't playing nobody. Uh, listen, they listen. They NFL teams. They don't make the schedules. Um, they play. Well, I'm sure if Jameis Winston could make his schedule, he he would definitely wouldn't want to play none of the teams that he probably playing. In my opinion, I feel like if he was going to make his schedule. He would probably want to play the Dallas Cowboys every week because they probably got the worst defense in the league. Like I said before, the man can't manage a lemonade stand. Listen, he's a game manager. I will say this, though. He does have a running back. I don't really remember or recall the running back that he had in Tampa Bay. And Barber. But I, I, don't, I, I don't think that he'll struggle as much throwing the ball because he has a check down. So it's important for him to try to get some chemistry with those guys now. But, you know, Sean Payton didn't call who's starting yet. So I hope, you know, Winston doesn't allow Hill to outplay him. If he does, then he might as well just go ahead and hang it up. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Well, Hill knows more of the playbook. Yeah, Hill knows but he, more of the he playbook. knows it. But you got to think, Sean Payton does not sign these quarterbacks as his backup quarterbacks just to say, all right, if Breeze go down, you're going to be sitting on the bench. I think he's really gonna start like like uh, Bridgewater. Bridgewater did the same thing. Breeze went down. Bridgewater came in, did his job, and then Breeze came back. Bridgewater sat back on the bench. He got a new job with the Panthers. I think this is gonna be the same thing. I don't think Winston's gonna get a. But these uh, but these uh, are two uh, things you 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 comparing Teddy Bridgewater to Jameis Winston. Yeah, I'm you can saying, you can technically I'm, do that. Yeah, Bridgewater's a better guy. And then you compare it, then the running back that he had in Tampa Bay was nowhere near as good as Kamara because Kamara's an elite running back. All right. So, so you telling me his his stat? That means his stat his stock should go up. Then I don't see it. If it goes down, it's an issue. I don't. I don't see you give him. You give him this week to prep. Come in there. With this offense, it shouldn't be an issue. And then you got that defense that can help as well. So maybe nine times out of ten, then I don't I don't see him messing up. Hand the ball you, off thirty to forty times, and you pass it fifteen. Hey, that's you managing the football game. They don't have to do too much. Man, he gonna go. Okay, we'll see. I mean, they're playing against Atlanta, so I yeah, mean, I'm gonna say be... it's not like they're playing against a team that's gonna be in the Super Bowl. I mean, the playoffs this year. No, they're playing against Atlanta, so. And they and it's a whole and they're playing in Mercedes Benz Stadium, so it should be a it, yeah. If he if he if he blows this game, you won't see him again. I agree with T. That's it. Yeah. CFL, here I come. <laughs> we'll <see> the next <laughs> one. Patriots over the Ravens, twenty three seventeen. Go ahead, T. I'm gonna start off by just saying this, man. The weather in that game was definitely a factor. Like that, that's a fact. Um, it's not an excuse, but it was a factor. However, Cam was able to practice in weather similar to that and get prepared for that game. I think he had the upper hand over Lamar Jackson. I think he came more prepared, ready to play, and he knew what was at stake. Mm. Um, so Bill Belichick, shout out to him. He came through with an excellent game plan. Um, the Ravens' defense looks shitty. Excuse my language. They look awful, terrible. I don't really see them competing 
in the playoffs at all. They, they'll make it most likely, but one and done in my opinion, because they're too predictable on both sides of the ball. Um, Lamar Jackson still can't make the necessary throws. And even when he does make the necessary throws, the guys aren't holding on to the ball. Lamar Jackson tends to throw the ball in such a tight window to the point where he puts his receivers in a predicament to think like, damn, when I catch this, am I going to turn around and get blasted? He doesn't give the receiver any separation from the defender and that's what caused that injury to the tight end. So if I was that tight end, I would be kind of pissed off that you threw that ball knowing that he was right there. Um, so I, I still think the Ravens, they, they have a lot of work to do. I don't really see them competing much. Um, like I said, I call first game playoffs one and done. That's it, plain and simple. And they'll probably lose to us or the Titans. Um, but they got to get it together, man. Because the formula that they have is just not a winning formula. And Cam, he came out and he played very, very well, man. He ran for a touchdown and threw another touchdown. And he, he managed the game. And I, I think Cam is, is starting to get into a flow and get his confidence back. So they'll, they'll start and win some games, man. I see them stringing together some wins. Will they make the playoffs? I, I don't – I don't. it's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. But I see them stringing together some wins and, and put up a fight. But Cam did his thing, man. He definitely came through and did his thing. All right, now I had I had the Ravens winning this. Um, I, I I honestly had them blowing them out, but I, I don't I don't put the whole loss on Jackson this week. Normally I can be like, yo, I'm picking you, Jackson. You the reason. Um, I think the center had a lot to do with it, but also like you said, defense defensively, they um they giving up trash. But I, I also I think like the Russian the defense gave up what a hundred something yards rushing for Harris the running back oh, yeah. so I feel like Ravens rush defense needs to step up but I think Campbell being gone or hurt is messing them up and then they got Judon man Judon he he got to he got to play if he wants some money man and he want to stay you know what I mean um I I don't I don't really see him as a threat you know like everybody was talking like Judon Judon I don't really see. Dude, as a threat. I mean, I, I don't, I don't see it. So, yeah. Um, but it, it, it was definitely a good football game. But um, I need Brown, Hollywood Brown, to step up. I mean, he, he can't. He can't do nothing if the quarterback can't get him the ball. And I'm pretty sure, you know, we're gonna talk about this later on when we get to that part, you know, about Jackson saying people calling out the plays during the game. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's kind of hard to be a good receiver playing for a quarterback like that. You know what I mean? I just – I don't see how you can be successful and, and flourish because he can't make every throw. He can't get the ball into the tight windows. So, I mean, you, you take Hollywood Brown and you put him on the Packers or you put him with, you know, Tom Brady or the Steelers, and that boy liable to go off. But we're not going to ever really see his true potential because Lamar Jackson relies on the tight end because that's the closest guy. He lies on it. He relies on a check down because that's the closest guy. He never really gets out there. I don't ever really see him, like, dare to make those throws. You know what I mean? But like, now, T, when, when you look at the Willie Sneed, Willie Sneed got seven targets. He got five catches. Even Andrews. Andrews got nine targets. He got seven receptions. Everybody pretty much had a good percentage of catching the ball with him that he did. When he went the ball, he went the Brown six times. He only caught it twice. I don't, like, I think. There's I mean, no chemistry. 
there's, yeah. there's no chemistry there. And I, like I said, if you look at how many, what's the longest catch out of all of those guys, it's, it's going to be short yardage, probably 11, 12 yards, 13 yards. It, it might even 13. I probably give it like maybe seven to, to 11, really, because like I said, I mean, he's looking for the, the short dinky passes. And that's not going to win you much games, man. Like, you can start off the game like that just to fill the defense out, but yeah. that's not playoff football. That's not – and right now, that's what teams should be getting ready for. Like, I want the Steelers to be getting ready for the Chiefs. That That's coming. That game we have to be ready for. In Baltimore, they have to be ready for the Titans. They have to be ready for the Chiefs. And the way that he's playing, I just don't see it. Like, the offensive coordinator is not switching up nothing. He's not switching up the formations. He's not switching up anything. It's just the same basic shit. Run, pass, run here, little pass there. That's not going to get it. Well, he can't throw the ball 30, 40 yards and be accurate into a, uh, you know, into a post route. So I don't, I don't think he, yeah, he know, I don't, I don't believe he was ever really forced or he ever really had to, you know, especially yeah. coming from college and especially with legs like he had. When you're doing jump off passes like Tom Brady, yeah. the Mahomes, the, you know, the Peyton Mannings. When, I agree when, with you, T. When they do yeah. dump-off passes, they, you know, they have a run game, they run a little bit, and it, it opens up the play action. And, you know, they're able to bomb the ball down the field. He can't do that. Nope. I'm trying to find I'm, – I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what his percentage is throwing the ball downfield. I really am. I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, curious. Last, I know the last time I, I saw it, I know it was, it was, it was in the – like, it was low. Yeah, it's um, little now than it was last year. Yeah, yeah, but how, and then how often is he actually throwing it? Is he throwing it downfield? Is he throwing it three times a game, well, four mean, times a game, or is he even getting even getting that? Um, I don't know. You know what I mean? You know how they break it yeah. down to short, medium, and deep throws? Yeah, I didn't watch the game. I watched the end. The best pass he made to me was the touchdown pass to Willie Sneed. I believe that was the best pass that I seen him make, and it was in the red zone. It was right there. But oh, that okay. was another. I was yeah, that, that was another short throw. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that wasn't, you know, like like you said, 30, 40 yards down the field. And that that's what worries me about them. Like, I, I just don't see them being successful with that formula. It's not going to get it. And teams are catching on to it. Yeah, I think I think if they don't fire the offensive coordinator this offseason, um, then it's going to be an issue. I think, I think right now the offensive coordinator, I feel – is holding Jackson back somewhat. I wouldn't even really blame it on the offensive coordinator. I would blame no, I it on Jackson. He wasn't, he, wasn't because holding, the, he wasn't holding him back last year. What's the issue now? Yeah, because oh, the, no, the I, offensive coordinator is just calling plays based off what he feels comfortable with Jackson being able to do. He's not yeah. going to go out there and tell him to, to throw the ball 30 yards if he knows, like, damn, it's raining, number one. Number mm, two, right. you're not making proper throws as is. And this is a close game. We throw the ball away. That's it. I mean, if the game was over, but if you do that, it's really over. So I mean, I just I don't think it's the offensive coordinator. I just think it's Jackson. He got to learn how to throw. He got to work just, with somebody and learn how to make those passes. I just feel like they ran into the wrong team at the wrong time. Like the Ravens got not 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 as an excuse, but it is what it is. They have injuries on the offensive line. Yeah, injuries on the defensive mm-hmm. line. Uh-huh. It's like San Francisco 49ers 2.0. Like, but at the end of the day, you know, certain players got to step up. They didn't step up. They caught the L. Cam Newton and the Patriots did what they had to do to get the dub. You know, it is what it is. Prepare better next game. 
That's how I look at it. Yeah, right. and how much of the play- yeah, how much of the playbook does he really? You can't know? lose in the playoffs. You can't lose a playoff game and be like, oh, we only lost because it rained. Like, no. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. You either show up or you don't. Lamar Jackson showed up. Um, you know, he was he did a he he did he did all right. I don't want to yeah. say he did spectacular, but he didn't do. I don't think he played bad either. But yeah. And when it comes to you, Jay, um, he better he should know the whole playbook. Yeah, but, man, sometimes, man, these guys, man, they don't – not saying it's his fault, not saying it's the offensive coordinator's fault, but they have to have that connection to where they know what each other's doing and he knows how to call the plays because you know how, complica- how complicated them offensive plays can be. Mm-hmm. And I believe that might be part of his problem because a lot of that stuff that I see is just communication issues. And when he say, hey, these teams are calling out our plays, well, guess what? Now all I got to do is go back on film and just look at everything that you don't called. I got all week to do it, and I could figure it out. Now you got to figure out how to make changes and stuff, and that's the biggest thing. Can he do that? And I don't think he's ever been forced to do that. A lot of these guys, the problems that I see with, with these guys are they were dominant in high school, they were dominant in college, and then they get to the NFL, and then they get some adversity, and now you got to change something up about them, and now they got to go to plan B. CDE, but they never had to do that before. You know, they were just able to spam whatever they were doing. And now yeah. it's going to show you where he's actually going to be able to fall. See, but I, I, I'm going to disagree with that because that's just like Sean, um, not Sean Payton, uh, McVay, that the year that they lost the Super Bowl, they didn't change their offense up. And I thought they was going to change it up. They didn't change it up. They pretty much ran everything the same way. That was that was saw where that got them. Yeah, they didn't make the playoffs. When you look at the playbook yes. this year, hold on. When you look at the playbook this year, it's pretty much the same. So that, like, I sometimes we can we can always point at the players and say, yeah, this said the third. But I think when Jackson said teams are calling now plays out, I think that's a call that the offensive coordinator to be more creative. That's what got Aaron Rodgers got McCarthy put out of um, Green Bay. Todd Gurley. Got his offensive coordinator put out of LA. Um, so I think I think that's what Jackson is basically saying. Like, yo, we need something new. Let's say yeah. let's say Jackson can do more, and the coach feel like, yo, I want to use your legs more. And you, we don't have a quarterback like this in the NFL right now that can run as as like this guy at all. He led the team in rushing, so he he passing, and then on, and he had one turnover in the front in the center. Fumble three snaps, so it's like it's like damn. No, no I, I get what you I get what you're saying, but then again, you still are you still are the head of that team, and regardless, of everything falls upon your shoulders. So you have to figure out a way to win. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, and I'm not saying it's solely on him. I'm not saying it's solely on the offensive coordinator. They got to sit down. They got to figure it out. And as you said, you said that. He didn't change anything the next year, and they didn't make it to the Super Bowl. But now this year, yeah, they made minor tweaks. Mm. You still have to change something. It still wasn't Plan A. It was Plan A 2.5 or Plan or Plan B 1.1. So you still have to make some sort of changes. It can't be the same. Well, it just, it I, can't think be. Saying, I think with the Ravens, they pretty much felt nobody was going to be able to stop them. If you notice on, on the last year with the Titans, they lost. Baltimore was in the uproar because they lost. They were shocked. It was crazy. 
but they came back with the same formula thinking teams didn't. I feel like they came back with the same formula and felt that teams weren't prepared for this formula. If I if I know if I know how to stop you, if I know where the ball is going, I can stop you. Yeah. I believe the I believe the only person or the only player that they couldn't stop who where you knew who was getting the ball was that that Giants running back. What was his name? Um Big Jacobs. Dude. Yeah. Was it Jacobs? Real yeah. big dude. What was he like two sixty? Mm-hmm. You couldn't stop him. You knew he was getting the ball, but nobody could stop him. Yeah, but that's not the case anymore. All we got to do is just manage you. That's it. That's we know where the ball is going. Once you know where the ball is going, and you know he can't make it, he can't make much of a decision. It's a wrap. It's over. Well, hopefully we we will see this next week, and hopefully they they can overcome it next week. Hopefully, but we go we gonna move on. Eleven. Dolphins over the Chargers, 29-21. Respect that game. Tua, Tua and the Dolphins have been balling lately. Um, I feel like they're going to they gonna find a way to sneak into the playoffs. Miami Dolphins I feel the same way. got a good thing going on. I thought they were going to put um, – I, I thought it was crazy to put Tua and take Fitzpatrick out. But, um, you know, he, he's, he's, um, he's doing his thing. Defense is doing their thing. Offensive line showing up. They got a good run game. Um, the, the Dolphins are surprising people. I don't think they surprising people no more. I, well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think they At the just... end of the day, they still got a rookie quarterback. I'm surprised. Yeah. I don't think anybody had them six, six and three. Oh, they have been on a win streak. They beat the Rams. They won what oh, they... five in a row? Yeah, they they yeah. they coming out. They punching people in the face. They keeping it moving. So, and, and it's crazy because when what's that? What's that? Jones, when he left the Cowboys and went to them, I said, man. And people was like, are oh, they spending all this money on all these? They bought the players in, so it, it's clicking right now. So they just got to only team I think that's that can stop them right now in their division is the Bills. So, but we're gonna go to the next one. Vikings over the Bears. We're gonna go with you, Jay. I'm gonna make this fast. That was, I thought that was unexpected. I was going with, I was going with numbers on this one. I was really going with numbers. Kirk Cousin 0 9 on Monday nights. I was really going with the numbers on this one, but, um, but overall, you almost had to expect it, though. Just all jokes aside, you almost had to expect it, because um, you'd have thought that um, the Bears would have did a little bit more, but it is what it is. It was a decent game. It's crazy because T called this out last week that they were going to win, and I laughed at her. So, <laughs> my apologies, yeah, he T. Was 0-9. <laughs> I said he was 0-9. I was like, I'm betting on that one. But Nick Foles got hurt. Um, They had some backup quarterback. Who was that? Bray come Miss- in. Oh. What'd you say? Yeah, Bray came in. He was one for five. So, it, it, it just – it is what it is. Cordell oh, Trubisky, did, home, Trubisky, where Trubisky at? I didn't watch the game. He on the nah. sideline, man. Yeah, he was on the sideline. Oh, he keeping wow. a, he keeping a bench warm. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he was. They put in they put in Bray. Wow. Speaking of that guy, I can't believe they traded up to go get him. I re- I really don't believe that they did that. I just I'm sorry. If you make a decision like that as an owner, mm. and I let you do that, when that quarterback goes, you gotta go too. Man, listen, they some of these you gotta think some of these people when we look at them, they be like, man. 
They look at the they, – we might see one thing in a the player. They might see something else. The offensive coordinator that was there probably said, this player fits our team better than this player. Well, he needs to be transparent and say what he saw because it's not like it's not like Trubisky was, you know, in trouble in the news and the media, uh, you know, doing a whole bunch of other stuff where it was like, okay, well, you didn't know he was going to be a distraction like, like uh, Johnny Football. You know, this dude, he looks like he sits up there. He does what he's supposed to do. You need to be transparent and tell me what you thought you saw in this guy that was at North Carolina that we said we have to trade up to go and get him in the very first round. And all of you guys ever lived off of were mediocre quarterbacks anyway. That's all you guys ever lived off of. Mediocre. I think the Bears is in trouble in general, man. They, they're going yeah. back and forth between the offensive coach – I mean, the offensive coordinator and the coach calling plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Special teams are stinking up the joint. But my man's Justin Jefferson for the Minnesota Vikings, man. He went ham. Yeah, I like that yeah. kid. I like him too. I like that kid. Yo, eight eight receptions for 130, 135 yards for yep. a rookie. He's balling. Yep, that was a good game for him. I agree. I definitely agree with that one. But yeah, that's how that's my feeling on that. All right, we're gonna go to the next one. All right, predictions for week eleven. We're gonna start with you, T. Thursday night, Cardinals Seahawks. Who you got? Ooh, that's tough, man. Oh. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. All right. I like Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. But I'm gonna go with the Cardinals on this one. Ooh. All right. He drops two games in a row. I huh? see, huh? Oh, that's a, that's that's a, that's gonna be a good one Thursday night. Yeah, it is. Um, Thursday night gonna be a, Thursday gonna be a good game. Hold on. I can't wait to see that game. I can't wait to see the Raiders and the Chiefs again. Nah, that's I'm gonna be another about, good one. I'm talking about Thursday night because I'm gonna watch that Gucci. And that damn old Jeezy battle, and then I'm gonna watch the NFL football game and call it a day. That's gonna be Thursday gonna be a good day for me. Um, we're gonna go to the next one for Sunday, one o'clock. Ravens Titans. Eleven. I want to say the Ravens, but um, <laughs> <laughs> my my father gonna kill me for this. Um, um, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna just say the Titans. I'm gonna go out on the limb. All right. I think um, I don't know. I just I just feel like Jackson, in terms of playing against top tier defenses, his his skills, his overall go from like a 94 to like a, a 74. So if we just, win this game this week, then what? Then we're gonna be on the podcast, and if it's my time, if that's my part of the segment where you say. Uh, expected, unexpected. Expected, unexpected. I'm gonna say unexpected. <laughs> I'm make sure I pick you for that if they win. All right, we'll go to the next one. Lions versus the Panthers. Jay. Ah, two these two teams. <laughs> it all depends, man. If if Matt Stafford is in the game, mm-hmm. I mean his his X-ray came back negative. So if he's in the game. They have a they have a show enough significant chance of winning, but if he doesn't play, um, their chances are going down. I think McCaffrey's still out because they can't stop the run. Their defense mm-hmm. can't stop anything. Um, God, dog, you give me two sorry teams. Give me um, give me the give me the Panthers. I'm gonna take the Panthers at home. All right. I'll take that one too. I, I would take the Panthers too. 
I, I mean, I, I just uh, – the Panthers are playing at home. I, I'm just going to take the Panthers on this one. Is Teddy Bridgewater playing? Yeah, that's that's another thing. Bridgewater, I believe he is in the game. Yeah, Bridgewater is playing so okay. far. But you know how they do everything at the beginning of the week. Yeah. They, they, everybody's questionable. That's that type of game they play. All right, Ooh. we'll go to the next one. T, Browns, Eagles. Ooh, stanky, stanky, man. God dang. Uh, I'm going to say this. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. But if the Eagles lose to the Browns mm-hmm. and Doug Peterson does not bench Carson Wentz, he needs to be fired the next day. No questions asked. Fire him. Damn. Period. You think they're going to fire him and they're at the top of the division? If yes. they lose to the Browns, fire the him. The Browns are not a bad team, T. They're 6-3. Man, they stink. <laughs> I don't care about those. Man, they stink, man. They said stink. they six and three. They stink. All right. We go to the next one. Levin. <laughs> Patriots versus the Texans. Um, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the uh the Patriots. Um Deshaun Watson this year is just uh, not uh not very um superstar esque, if you will. Um I just don't – I don't believe in the hype for the Titans anymore. I feel like they – You mean the Texans? The, the Texans, yeah, my fault. I feel like um, – I feel like after they just – you know, after they got rid of Hopkins, it just went downhill. Um, So, Patriots it is. Patriots by 17. Oh, he got jokes. All right, we'll, we'll go to the next one. Uh, Jay, Packers, Colts. Oh, you give me the game. I didn't think you were gonna give me. Which game you just gave me? The Packers versus the Colts. I again the number two goat behind Tom Brady number wins one. that game. Number two behind one. Tom Brady wins that game. All right. That's just there's nothing to talk about with that one. T Steelers Jags. Come on, man. The stinking Jaguars. Man, them dudes is what one and eight, one and nine, something like one that. Eight. Steelers, Steelers, man, all day. Stillers by like twenty. Stillers by twenty twenty four, man. That's good. That's a good one. All right. Um, Saints over. The, I mean, Saints versus the Falcons. Eleven. He said the Saints versus the Falcons. I'm gonna take the Saints. All right. Jay Washington football team and the Bengals. Another two sorry teams. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what are they playing in Washington? Yeah, they're playing in Washington. Yeah, I guess – give me the Washington football team at home. I don't – two sorry teams. The Mike got to win. Yeah, I'm oh, yeah. Say. Or, you right. get a, or you can get a draw. It's two sorry teams. Never, never, never a problem with a draw. All right, Cowboys versus the Vikings. T. Vikings. Vikings, all right. Chiefs, Raiders, 11. Chiefs. All right. Let, um, get, Jay. Huh? I was going to say, I think they're going to get payback. All right. Jay, Dolphins, Broncos. Give me the Dolphins. I'm up on, right. I'm up on two. T, Jets, Chargers. Oh, Lord. Chargers, man. 
All right. Levin. Rams, Bucks, Monday night. Rams and the Buccaneers? Yep. You can give me the Bucks. Again, you don't, don't go against the number one goat. Don't don't keep don't don't keep doing that, Levin. That time the Rams play against somebody, you picked the other team. Um because I just don't think the Rams are better than the Broncos. Once again, you asked me for my the opinion. Bucks. Stop doing that. The Bucks. Stop doing that. Anyway, we'll go to the next one. All right, in the NBA, how do y'all feel about the uh, Chris Paul trade? Chris Paul being traded to the Dan Gorn Suns. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Um, it's a good trade. Uh, I like that. I think that should, that'll push – the Phoenix Suns finally into the playoffs. They haven't been in some time now. I think the last time they made the playoffs, uh, Steve Nash was still winning MVP. That was a good trade. I, I like that. All right, T. Yeah, I, I agree with Levin. That was a good trade for the Suns. Um, I think that'll take some pressure off Devin Booker and the rest of those guys to know that they got a veteran, uh, veteran playmaker. And, you know, Chris Paul can hit some big shots, too. And he plays pretty good defense. So, that's a good trade for the Suns, man. All right. So, what, do y'all think OKC, do y'all think they will continue to do what they're doing as far as making the playoffs next year? Yeah, they, they got young talent. Um, they'll be in the mix, I, I I feel. I mean, like, they were fifth. They were the fifth seed. No one even probably had them going to the playoffs, let alone the five seed in the Western Conference. I had most And then they were only down, like, I think they were only behind the Rockets by maybe – I mean, not the Rockets. The uh, Yeah, the Rockets by, like, maybe three, four games, which is not bad. Um, so, I definitely feel like Chris Paul helped mold those younger players and that, that, that young unit on the OKC, especially um, Gildas Alexander. Um, Dennis Schroeder, he stepped into his joint. He's definitely doing this thing off the bench. You know, he averaged almost 18 points. For them, um, you know, he got traded to the Lakers for a draft pick and uh, Danny Green. So I like the move with uh, Dennis Schroeder to the Lakers as well. But staying on topic, Chris Paul to the Suns. Um, I, I feel like that's definitely what they need. Not more so Devin Booker, but DeAndre Ayton at the at the center position. Um, having CP3 as his uh, you know, facilitator, pick and roll, pick and pop, however you want to use use it in the, uh, you know, the offensive plays, um, that definitely boosts confidence of DeAndre Ayton because he, uh, he has a point guard he can do pick and rolls with and not necessarily just a pick and roll or you're going to get the – you're, you're going to roll to the basket every time it's a pick and roll and then you're going to get the ball because, you know, I don't really think Ricky Rubio was tricking anybody in a pick and roll situation. He could shoot, but he's not CP3. All right. All right, so how do y'all feel about the James Harden turning down a fifty mil a year to play with him? Fifty million dollars. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I don't feel no type of way about it. We, we, the question should be, how does James Harden feel about turning down that Chelsea Clinton money? Fifty million dollars is a lot of fifty million dollars. He just showed where he's at in his career now. Everybody, everybody has stages in in their careers where some guys want, some guys want. It's three, it's three things everybody want. Every athlete wants out of their career. I've said it before. They want the stats. They want the money. 
or they want the rings. Well, obviously, he's passed those other two things in his career. Well, maybe not so much the stats, but he is past the money. And now it looks like he might be focused on the ring now. I don't think he was focused on the ring already when he had Russell Westbrook. You said what you say? You don't think he was already focused on the championship when he was with Russell Westbrook? Hell no. You can't win the ring with Westbrook, Another superstar? No. You can't win the ring with Westbrook? Those two got – no. They, that, that formula wouldn't have worked. You had a 6'5 center. That that wasn't going to work. It, it was good for regular season, but I agree with T. Like, that that, that joint That's wasn't going to work. Too much ISO they, basketball. I don't think Way they do 6'5, though. But that, yeah, I, I got with you. I get you. P.J. Tucker? Yeah. What is he, 6'8"? He probably about 6'7", 6'8", six, six, like six, 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 yeah. Playing Might the center. Yeah, small T, ball. how you feel about it, T? Yeah. Uh, I said it before, man. I think his time in Houston is up. I think he knows it. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows it but the Houston front office. They're still trying to hold on to hope, and it shows how desperate they are if they're willing to pay. I don't know how old he is. I'm pretty sure he's in his 30s. If they're willing to pay him that type of money for him to stay, because if he leaves, that's going to set them back, you know, a good five, six years. Man, That's going to be a minute before they become a contender again. But that says a lot about – James Harden, um, he's coming out with it, and that's the thing that I like. He's being very transparent. He's not hiding anything. He turned it down, and he blankly said, you guys need to be working on a trade with the Nets to get me out of here, which they should be doing right now. And I think, you know, the, the pieces to that puzzle will probably be some picks, uh, Levert and Dinwiddie. And I, I think that'll probably close the deal on that. And if he does go to the Nets, James Harden's going to have to do better being a playmaker, he's going to have to do better really? defensively. Yeah. And it's one ball. One ball and you got three superstars, <laughs> three scoring superstars. So Steve Nash is going to have a task to try to figure out those guys and tap in and, you know, put something together, a scheme or whatever, put something together so that that's a winning formula because if he does get traded to the Nets, it's, it's championship or bust, man. There's no questions asked. They, them guys should be in a championship, barring, you know, Injuries, they should be in the championship. And not, and not to cut you, not to cut you off. He's thirty-one. Yeah, I think you know. I, yeah, I think he's still. I, these guys have a little bit longer longevity, but he's in his thirties. So yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that one. Yeah, paying someone thirty, paying someone that's thirty-one years old, fifty million dollars. I mean, that that's woof. That's a ticket. Because yeah. you, you you pretty much seal the deal on trying to pick up any high key free agents. You know what I mean? You seal the deal with that. Uh, if James Harden gets traded to the the Nets, what did this leave Westbrook? In your personal opinion, we're gonna start with you, T. Um, honestly, I think he should either his best bet to me would uh you know would try to be to get on the Knicks or try to be to try to get on the Hornets. Um, he possibly might have a shot might have a small shot at playing with the Clippers, but I just don't see how that will work because he's not a true point guard, in my opinion. I mean, at the end of the day, I think Paul George needs somebody to pass him the ball so he can kind of get comfortable in his shots and get some confidence. And I, I don't think that's what they're looking for right now. So I think his, his two best options will be New York with the Knicks or the Hornets. Because, I, I mean, I think if I'm Houston, if James Harden leaves, I'm cleaning house. Plain and simple. You go ahead and you just clean everybody out and start over again. All right, Levin. 
I feel like it leaves Russell Westbrook being traded elsewhere, to be honest. If if I feel like they're going to trade – if you trade one, the other guy don't want to be there by himself. I feel like James – the only reason why Westbrook even went to the Rockets was because he wanted to play with James Harden. So um, I, I definitely see him making his way out. But the only, only way I see Westbrook going to the Knicks is if, you know um, – if the Rockets don't want as much talent or something, because I mean, you're not, the Knicks aren't going to let go of RJ Barrett. They just drafted him last year. Um, he's definitely talented. Um, like he's a, he could be a, he's probably a future all-star superstar, however you want to look at it. Um, I definitely don't see them trading um, Barrett. So that leaves you with Julius Randle, Guys like Neil Aquina. Um, I don't think Houston wants players like that. So I definitely don't see the Knicks being suitable for Westbrook. Um, but if he somehow can make his way to the Knicks next summer, I think he can he can definitely there's definitely some potential there for him to try to get another superstar to New York with him. That would that would definitely be dope. Um I, I like T said earlier, the Charlotte Hornets. Um, could be suitable. They got a lot of young pieces, you know, draft picks. You got the draft uh, is actually Thursday. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, I don't know. I don't know where, like, where can Russell Westbrook go and be a fit? Does, would, would, uh, would the Miami Heat like to trade, like, a couple of this, you know, uh, Tyler Hero, somebody like Duncan Robinson? Would you trade? Would he, Absolutely you, not, Levin. He, he matter, right? Yeah. So it, it, even a team, a team like that, you're not gonna. They're not gonna do that. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see where Westbrook goes. But um, I would definitely like. I would like to see him in New York on the Knicks. But um, I definitely. I feel like they won't even probably trade him in the Western Conference because you don't want to deal with those issues. Because Russell Westbrook is a beast. Um. He might can't shoot the lights out, but he's a monster. So, yeah, I guess that'll leave you with the 15 teams in the Eastern Conference. Maybe trade him to Indiana for some for some parts or something. I don't know. That's all we have for this week. Thanks for tuning in to Started on the Stoop. You can follow us on IG at Started on the Stoop, or you can email us at startedonthestoop at gmail.com. Tune in to next week.